I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really I'm just that sad. Is really sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Bloom, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Today on The Glue, uh, we've got a, a man uh, who just recently moved, uh, so we'll, we'll talk to him about that, but um, he also was the, the site queue or the founder at uh, Sarpy's Weights Workout, so uh, the steel mill, uh, and I think um, we'll want to find out from him also, too, where, you know, what's the secret behind the, the biceps or the guns uh, that he brings to those workouts, but we got our man High Life on the call and uh man highlight um it's good just to be able to talk to you and and uh, where we like to start is just with that first workout who eh you uh, if you remember the first workout uh and then how did we land on the name highlight yeah uh well first off thanks for having me on here love the gloom love listening to all the podcasts love listening to all the guys stories um second off i miss you plague i feel like i haven't seen you in a while um Miss getting out there, grinding with you. Um, uh, yeah, so my first workout uh, goes back to September of 2020. Um, I was hanging out probably every weekend, I would say, with Trench and Tony Tiger. Our kids are about the same age, so um, we'd always get together and just kind of, you know, let them burn some energy while we got there. He just um, you know, just hang out. So, uh, Trench, I believe was the first one that found F3. Uh, he moved across the street from Firewalker, uh, Firewalker kind of EH'd him. Uh, he was a big runner, so they kind of, uh, got, you know, pretty close with that. Uh, Trench reached out to Tony Tiger to come try this F3 workout with him at the pit. Um, he did that. He came, I met up with him that same morning at one of our kids T-ball games. And he said, yeah, it kicked my butt. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they called me Tony tiger and I was just laughing. I couldn't figure out like where he got that from, but apparently he wore a Kellogg's t-shirt that had Tony tiger on it. So, um, I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, I better make sure I wear solid colors. No weird pictures on my shirt. <laughs> um so he's like yeah man you should come out and try it and at that time uh i think gyms were still kind of hesitant about opening i was kind of doing my own workouts at home um i mean they were as great as workouts get at home with your resistance bands and i was looking for something new um he's like yeah come try it out it's he's like if i can do it you can do it you'll have fun you'll meet a lot of new guys and they're all really cool um so my eh i would say is probably from tony tiger then uh september uh 12th i believe it was my first workout was at the pit i got out there and gunner was the cue that day and um at that time i thought a site cue did all the workouts because i i swear gunner did that workout and probably the next three pit workouts i don't know 
what I, I didn't really understand. I just thought that's how it worked. I think that's how Tony Tiger thought it worked too, but we were just kind of going along with it. But Gunner was doing one of those workouts and um, I remember the workout perfectly. I actually uh, kind of built my first uh, BQ around his workout, just kind of a tribute to Gunner and um, what he had me doing, kind of just showing how far we've all come. Um, it was, I don't know, they kept giving him crap about something being a beach body workout or something. I don't know. He threw a bunch of little workouts in a um, little bin or a bucket and everybody circled up and they had one guy go run to backpedal to a corner, side shuffle to another corner, bear crawl to another corner. And they're doing burpees at all these corners while the other guys are doing the workout that's in that bucket until he gets back. And simple, but at that time I wasn't in great cardio shape. So it really just kicked my butt. Um, but it was everybody that was there, I, like they're so welcoming and I just loved every minute of it. And towards the end is where I started getting nervous. I'm like, okay, here comes my weird name. You know, we got Tony Tiger. I thought Trench was cool, but I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get a cool name here. Um, I believe when we started uh, coming up, like they were asking me about myself and what I liked, what I didn't like. And uh, at that time, I just, I hate running. I just, I don't know why I hate it. I just, I've, my whole life, I just hate running. I'm not good at it. It just, I don't feel great after I do it just to, you know, challenge myself. But I, just, that's what I brought. I said, I just hate running. And this is an excuse to kind of get in good shape. So I think Firewalker threw out the name Treadmill. And I think that was kind of bouncing around. Um, some guys liked it. Some guys didn't like it. And they're like, well, what's your, what's your name? Like, what's your last name again? I'm like Miller. I'm like, well, we can't really have Miller light because you can't have your last name in the name. So what about high life? I think knobs threw that out there and everyone's like, Oh yeah, high life is good. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Cause I was waiting for the Tony tiger or the weird ones that I've heard in the past, but high life was how that was born. Um, Miller being my last name, even though knobs came up with the name, I'm pretty sure he still called me Miller light for like three or four weeks after that. Um, but I was like, Nobs, I mean, you named me. Why do you keep forgetting my name? It's like, I know, man, I'm sorry. So High Life, that's how that came about. Pretty simple with my name, but kind of learned to love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I, It's so cool that you remember all of that because I think a lot of guys <laughs> are maybe so gassed that they forget. And kudos to Gunnar. You know, he, uh, he and I have talked about this, but uh, maybe it's the P90X or the Insanity, you know, home workout DVDs or something, but but those always seem to come back uh, when, when he's on the queue, which is great. Um, You know, the other thing you mentioned, that's kind of funny. So most of the time when guys talk about Tony, the tiger, they refer to him as the, as the worst -er. Uh, (laughs) EHer. So so he actually, so you're one of the successful guys that he EH. So that's good to finally meet someone that has stuck around. I give I give him all the credit because yes I know I'm actually one of those guys that gives him crap about not being good at EHing even though I'm one of the guys he aged. Yeah, so that's awesome. I got I I, lo- I love to give him some of that just to take a little of the the pressure off him for future EHs. For sure. Well, so so fitness wise though, before you came to the group, you were you were doing something. You just weren't running. So I mean, has it always been kind of a lot a lot of weights for you, or what's what's been your kind of history with? Uh, fitness 
Yeah. So before F3 or before the pandemic, I should say, um, I most mostly did a lot of weightlifting, like you mentioned, just, uh, I work at UP and they have a nice, uh, facility in the basement of the building downtown. So I started over lunch, just saying, you know, I'm tired of walking around downtown, getting all these new restaurant foods and wasting money. I'm going to use my lunch hour to go lift some weights, kind of get back into it. I haven't really done it since high school. So started getting back into it for a couple of years while I was working there and, um, kind of felt myself getting in better shape that way. But then when the pandemic hit, I kind of felt myself falling off again. I was doing what everyone else was doing, just trying to make up some workouts with some, you know, filling up some laundry soap detergent, old containers with some you know, heavy liquid just so I can have some dumbbells or something because you couldn't buy them online. And I tried running by myself. And like I said, mentioned before, I just was not good at running. I just couldn't get myself to really push myself and I was hurt probably because it's actually really hard but I just couldn't couldn't get myself to do it but fitness wise I just mostly was into weightlifting nothing cardio and I think that was a big push for me to try F3 out was hey this if I'm going to do it I'm going to do it with a group of guys that are going to not let me slack off and not let me take as many breaks as I want to and really get past that point of wanting to be in some sort of cardio shape. For sure. And yeah, I, I think that's, we all need that, right? A le level of accountability because it's hard to hold yourself accountable every day and especially trying new stuff. Do, do you feel like something over time, how has your cardio improved or, or have you had a chance to get out for some of the runs or what's been your experience there? Yeah. So it wasn't too long after my first beat down that uh, Tony Tiger said, Hey, you want to meet up uh, be it maybe like 15, 20 minutes beforehand and go run around the duck pond with me, you know, just to get warmed up, um, just to get some more cardio. And he was, he was trying to get into running at the same time too. So I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds, sounds fun. You know, we'd run together a few times around the pond while everyone else was doing their, their pre-runs. I don't think pre-runs were really a set thing. I was just, I think it was just a couple guys that wanted to do it just for fun before a beat down, which I thought was crazy. And then one day, uh, I think it was Firewalkers. Like, hey, you guys should come run a 5K with us before a beatdown. I'm like, are you serious? Like, that sounds terrible. That the beatdown that isn't enough. But I'm a I'm a I'm a bad I'm bad with peer pressure. So um, I knew once Tony Tiger was committed, Trench was obviously committed. He was he'd been doing it for a while. I said, you know what? I'll give it a try. I've never ran anything more than a mile, if unless I was forced to. But ran the 5K and I felt beat up before the beat down and the beat down just added an extra you know just i was i was out the rest of the day but from there i just felt myself getting a little bit more and more in shape as far as running goes and really enjoying it instead of you know dreading it and getting excited to wake up early with those guys and getting that extra extra workout in before the workout just i think that's where i got a lot of my um, mumble chatter at and kind of met with a lot of the guys like firewalker i got really close with during pre-runs and obviously tony tiger and trench we all just kind of pushed each other and kept each other going and i got you know into trying to get other guys to come out and pre-run and now it's turned into this every beatdown has a pre-run and just those pre-runs are just tons of packs doing it so um I'd say, yeah, definitely, definitely improved in that category. Still, I still don't like it, but you know, I do it. It's not nearly as dreadful as it once was.
Yeah. Well, so are you able to keep up with Trench then? I mean, he's at a seven minute, no. 630 no. pace almost. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, there's no, there won't be a day I won't. He, he earns that. He, he is, that, that guy has, he's an energizer bunny. He's always been like that and just, there's few guys that I think can keep up with him and just he's, he's my motivation to keep pushing myself. Cause although I may never get to his level, it's always cool to see a guy that's in front of you so you can have someone to chase after. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I, I ran a half with him one time and I think we ended up at a, like a seven minute pace. And I just remember, you know, like mile nine or 10, I'm thinking like, he's really going to keep this up. And he almost was going faster at that point. And I, you know, so I, <laughs> it was just pure like pride and ego. I was like, well, I can't slow down if he's going to keep going. And I, but I couldn't have gone any faster. I'm sure he could have, but well, so the, so the mumble chatter kind of that, that second F piece really is what, what got you hooked. Would you say, is that kind of what kept you coming back? Absolutely. I mean, I was I was only hanging out with just a few guys and I, I'm a quiet guy I'm an introvert so I'm not good with trying to introduce myself to new guys and these guys that you work out with make you come out of your shell whether you like it or not you're going to come out of your shell and that's was one of the things that I really enjoyed is I felt like I had been working out with these guys for years on my very first workout and I knew none of them I knew a couple of the guys just from hanging out in the weekends but all of them I felt close with immediately and just, you know, we were laughing, we were joking, getting to know each other. But that was something that, especially during that time where you spent a lot of time inside, you weren't really allowed to go to places. Everyone was kind of in lockdown. That was kind of my escape to go hang out with my friends. And I was able to do it without, you know, having to intervene with my family schedule and you know, getting to hang out with them for an hour and a half before my whole family would wake up. And that was a big, big thing for me. And like just building those friendships and learning to come out of my shell. And um, yes, the second F was just a really big part of me coming back out and really teaching me how to communicate with guys that may be just like me when they start and knowing that, Hey, I'm just going to come out here. I'm not in shape. I'm not good with talking to people. And learning how to talk with those guys and getting to know them and knowing, you know, wins enough, enough, like you don't want to push them too hard and try to, you know, be weird about it, but being friendly with them. And that just, that second F, I just learned a lot from F3 and just kind of how know how to treat guys like me when they come into something like this. Man, that's, that's such a good point, right? Cause, cause we're all different, but we all are using this, you know, organization or, or vehicle to grow and, and accelerate but I, I love that just being able to be self-aware enough and then also you know paying attention enough to the guys coming in to identify like okay this this guy's probably you know there are some different hooks for for different types of guys and um I love that I, I feel like it was knobs that maybe mentioned like you know, sometimes we jump right in with all of our lingo and, the you know, we tell them the, the AO name instead of just the location yeah. and, you know, we kind of yeah. overwhelm people at times. So that's, that's a really good point. What, um, I, so have you, did you read Free to Lead? Was that a, a book that you came across or were you able to read that? I did when I first started, that was, it wasn't talked about a lot, I believe maybe a couple times during, um, you know, one of our workouts afterwards, it was a, 
book that I checked out. I was big into reading around that time too. So that was just one of the books that I wanted to really understand what the backstory to F3 was kind of, you know, feel more engaged with. So I feel like I'm committed now. I'm coming to these workouts and I want to understand, you know, F3 a little bit more than just a workout. So yeah, I did. I did get to check it out. It's been a couple of years since I've read it, but um, any, anything stand out to you from there or do you feel like any, um, any highlights from that, that book that you feel like really resonated with you? Um, I mean, just the, the biggest part of me with F3 that I feel has grown more would probably be that third F part. And I feel like that book really focuses on there's more to life than just you and just trying to put others in front of yourself and just that kind of, you know, idea of wanting to put yourself, you know, third and, um, you know, just live in life a little bit differently, I feel with F3 and that, that I feel like that book really highlighted that part of it. Yeah, for sure. Where could you elaborate? Where, where were you at mindset wise before? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I had struggled a little bit with, uh, you know, depression, some anxiety, just really just trying to get myself right. And, but wanting the best for my family. And, um, I struggled with trying to put others in front of me. And I feel like some ideas from that book just kind of really stuck out to me that, you know, obviously you got to start with yourself. You got to get right. And then once you start getting right, you start living right. Once you start living right, you can start leading right. Um, that whole process kind of opened up my eyes to be a better father, be a better friend. Um, not focusing so much on myself, focusing on others first. Yeah. So that I love, part. I love that. I, I think that's you're, you're spot on, right? Cause we forget like if, if I'm not in the right space, then I'm not, going to be able to serve anybody else, you know, and, and I've, I've been there too. I think, um, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I, I think some of what you said there too is also kind of in the Q source. And I know we started doing some Q source discussions at, at the pit. Were you able to participate in those at all? Did you find those helpful or? Yeah. So when we started doing Q source, um, at the pit, we were, it was warmer, so we were doing it right there at the shelter. But when it started moving to high B, that's when I tried to go more often. I, I know sports kind of with little kids kind of threw that off a little bit, but um, Firewalker did an amazing job keeping that Q source going and making it like a weekly routine. Just such a great way to start off your weekend and start off your Saturday. You just It just puts you in a great mood when you're you're all beat up and you get to go talk about just some random topic from the book, you know, and you just, that's your, that's your final farewell to your, your buddies before you go take on the weekend, you know, you know, something maybe might be on your mind, something stressful, but this is just a great way to start your weekend off. Right. Is get that coffee, get that discussion going with your buddies, being a little bit more open about what's on your mind. Um, yeah, I miss I miss going to Q Source. Like I said, it's been it's been a challenge with uh, my kids getting older and starting sports. And usually Saturday mornings are early for them. But um, that yeah, that was one of my favorite parts about Saturdays. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the uh, Saturday mornings have been 
become kind of a tough uh, time for me to get out as well. And it, it's one of those, like, it was just a little bit longer workout and, you know, it's just um, an opportunity to, to kind of engage a little bit more, but yeah, as your kids get older, then they're, they're up, you know, I don't know. It seems like mine are up earlier and um, yeah. I, need, I need to be home. But it, as far as, um, you know, as you're thinking about QSource and just some of those discussions, one of the things that we often hear is like kind of this moment of like surprise, right? Cause you've got guys talking about some real, issues or, or topics, but, but being really vulnerable, what, um, what was your experience there? Was that a, a new experience for you or was that surprising? Do you feel like as an introvert, you were able to open up and share in those discussions too? Yeah. So you, you nailed it right on the head. I was, I was a big introvert. I didn't like to share my problems and I didn't, I like to keep it. I like to white knuckle my problems is what some would say and try to figure it out myself. And I found out that's probably not the best in some situations. And I never really had a good outlet for that. So when I started hearing some other guys kind of being more open about what was going on in their lives or maybe something a little bit more personal, I felt a little bit more comfortable talking to these guys. And I've gotten to, you know, share a few things on my mind just in separate conversations with some buddies of mine like Tony Tiger or Trench or Ferdinand just kind of some deeper things that have been on my mind that have maybe something I wouldn't have done before F3 and it's helped out tremendously as far as anxiety goes and trying to you know live life to its fullest and not worry about the small problems you know that was yeah that's that's probably a game changer for me is knowing that there's guys out there everybody has something going on and sometimes you just you just need to listen to them and that can really help someone out heck yeah man i uh, yeah i agree I, you know it's so interesting too because um if you haven't been in a group you know i don't know men's bible study or discussion or, or anything like that it's kind of this new experience and you you kind of um maybe sit and listen the first few times and then you realize like, Oh, it's totally a safe, safe space for me to just be who I am. And, and these guys are going to love and support me no matter what. And that, I think that's really a sweet spot where we we're different, you know, than most uh, groups that, that you might be a part of. And we kind of give the guy a chance to learn and grow, you know, into who he is built to be and not, not what the world might have him be. So I, I love that Absolutely. you had a chance there. Um, I'm curious too, I, you know, as we're thinking through, you know, fitness, fellowship, and faith, um, that third F piece, you mentioned kind of this aspect of living third. Um, talk to me a little bit about faith. What's been your kind of journey or, or experience from a faith perspective? Yeah. So when I started, I already had faith from a religious point of view. I knew I had a higher power. I was not first in what I came into F3 about like when I, when I heard F3, I should say, I'll start from the beginning. When I heard what F3 stood for and I heard that last piece of faith, I'm like, Oh, is it a bunch of religious guys working out? And what, what, what am I getting myself into? You know, I was, I, I had faith, but it wasn't, I mean, too strong. And when I came into it and when I talked to Tony Tiger, he's like, well, no, there's, there's a prayer at the end. You go, you just, it's, it's a different kind of faith. You just got to come out and try it. I said, okay. So when I came in and kind of understood that, you know, everyone has their own different beliefs and um, faith for F3 is just knowing that there is a higher power. And even though we all have 
different beliefs, we all have the same common goals of being a better person for those around us. So although I had that faith, I didn't really know how to exercise it enough. And F3 has really taught me to, um, you know, get more involved in the community, you know, be encouraging for others, you know, maybe donate more, maybe show up for these fundraisers and do different things for different people. So faith has really grown me at that point of view. Um, and just being able to, at the end with the prayers and being open about, you know, something a little bit more personal with yourself has really grown too. Yeah, man, I, I love that. I think that's, you know, it's a pretty common uh, theme, you know, we that we hear, right, as guys come in, it's like, what well, I've gone to church, right, I, I have a relationship uh, with God, but, but like, what does that look like, you know, in my day to day uh, interactions, which, um, and we have a ton of opportunities, right, a ton of third F stuff, it's, it's amazing what you know, uh, some of those guys, you know, you've got Wentworth and then, you know, I think squeaky clean, it does a lot of stuff with, with, within SARP for third F. What, were you able to participate in any of the third F events or what, um, any uh, stories or experiences there that you would share? Yeah. So third F I think really took off in my opinion, when, uh, Escobar and some of those Mojo guys came in and the project pinked, um, Thing came about and I feel like like our Sarpy workouts we just we loved being a part of that and just loved you know pushing to donate and just I'd, all credit to like Escobar Ferdinand just those guys just know how to do it right and are big inspirations for me and I feel like since then when I started F3 it's just been there's always something going on like today there's a blood drive going on that squeaky has kind of taken lead or Sarpy and making sure guys get out there and donate blood. I haven't donated blood for this specific reason, but I've donated blood in other cases and just being able to help other guys out with different things. Like we had different fundraisers, obviously project pinked. Um, the third F when we uh, did the imagine inclusion uh, donations for the Goggins challenge that hard hat Griswold and Sparty and I did. Um, that was a lot of fun and just being part of it is amazing it just gives you such a great feeling and it's just something that you always want to do something more of and it just it teaches not only yourself to do more but your kids see that too and they want to be a part of it and trying to you know get them involved and tell them the purpose for it and I feel like that's a big part of our not only our future but our kids future and it just starts with something small like i said project pink was probably where it really started with me getting into that third f and really trying to get out there and do better for my community absolutely i, I love that and you know like the four by four by by 48 um you know so we've got we have this group right and then it's it's really like if a guy has a passion or, or something on his mind we want him to be able to pursue that and and then the packs just inevitably right it, it really doesn't seem to matter what the cause is it, the packs will just come around you and support what was your experience on, on your side from the four by four by 48 I, I saw a lot of cool posts and I, I heard a lot of cool stories but what was it like from your perspective um so from my perspective coming from a guy that hates running um <laughs> it it was one of the more challenging things I ever did but it was always also cool to hear uh 
the support we had from other PAX members. We had guys that were reaching out to us, you know, every hour saying, how are you feeling? You, you need someone to run with. I think Trench ran. He probably could be even qualified to do the whole 4x4x4. Four by four by four. Yeah, he should have been. I think he only missed like two or three runs, but he was out there with me doing those early morning 2 a.m. runs, the 10 p.m. runs, the ones that I was really struggling with. And, um, you know, at the end there, when we all met, we met the leaders for the Imagine Inclusion. They all had a pizza party for us. Um, it was one of the best feelings, just knowing, seeing what we were doing this for, rather just, we weren't doing it for ourselves. Yeah, it sucked physically, but seeing the final result and seeing what it meant to others just to do that was, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's just something that I wanna keep doing, I should say, and encourage others to do. Maybe not run as much, but <laughs> do something similar, you know? It's, it's that end result is just, it's hard, it's hard to beat. Yeah, well, and, and I think, you know, up to this point, right, we're hearing all these different opportunities and, and you accelerating as a leader and being more engaged and, and committed to the group, right? And, and so i curious from your perspective too, I mean, so then we have this opportunity in SARPI um, to launch a, a weights AO. And, you know, I, th I think a lot of guys, you know, just immediately when that was the opportunity, we, you were one of the first people I know that we thought of, but from your perspective, what was, what was that like uh, being approached and, and then launching a, a new site? That's kind of a new style of workout for that area. Yeah. So it was, I think early spring around 2021 when I was approached for the first time, I think it was, it was probably Firewalker and JC there, they're really bothering me to do something about weights. You know, they, they knew that I liked lifting. They knew that I didn't like running. They're like, well, we have a heavy metal. I mean, that seems to be the only weightlifting AO in Omaha. Maybe we should start something here and just kind of hit, hit, you know, push, push. And I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's, I mean, I was, I was pretty excited to start it. And around that same time, I actually tore my knee, um, tore my meniscus completely in two places and tried pushing through it. And then, ended up actually having to have it stitched back together. So in my mind, I'm like, well, this whole idea of me trying to start up a weightlifting AO is over. I'm, I was still hoping it would happen, but I just knew I'm, I'm going to be out for a little bit. So it's probably going to get started anyways. But when I came back, I started rucking with a few guys that were maybe on the IR list and wanting to maybe get in more cardio shape even. Um, it was yourself and JC and Firewalker again. It's like, hey, do you still want to do this? We're looking at maybe sometime late summer, early fall. We really want you to lead this up. And I, it, it meant so much to me to know that, one, this was still going to happen because it sounded awesome. And two, that they still wanted me to try to start it up. So having that opportunity, my mind was going hundred miles per hour, just thinking of all the different ideas. Where do we start it? What do we call it? What day is it? Do we make it a five thirty, five fifty? everything? So it was, um, it was, like I said, it was, my mind was going hundred miles per hour when I, when I got approached to do it and just really, really appreciative you guys just keeping me in mind for that and wanting me to get that started because I wanted it more than anything, but I'm not, one to keep asking and bothering someone so I, i'd like to thank you plague for that too because i know you were one of those guys that oh, knew yeah. i was gonna be 
wanting to um, lead something like that. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think uh, it, it's just cool to watch, you know, a guy accelerate and, and then get a chance to lead other guys, you know, and, and it's interesting, too, because we ultimately, right, we planted it essentially right across the, the parking lot from our, another kind of specialty running AO. And yeah. I think this, there's really, you know, that was one of the kind of earlier uh, examples of like, hey, if we, if we put two sites with kind of a different vibe, you know, right next to each other, we get to maintain the second F that happens at, at coffee. And I think, um, you know, I think it's just continued to take off, right. Cause different guys come in and, and they're like you, right. They're like, I don't want to run. I'm not ready for that. And, but I, but I can, uh, stay here and, and lift weights. Um, so it just provides more opportunity for, for more guys to get engaged. And it, it's been really cool. And I, I was at the launch, but, uh, tell me, you know, from your end, were you nervous? Was it, uh, I'm sure a lot of different emotions, but what, what did that feel like to have that many guys at the launch? Oh man, I, I, I wasn't as nervous as I was at my VQ, but I was, I was pretty nervous having that many guys. I'm, I'm used to the, the eight to 10 guy groups where coming from an introvert perspective, like that's, that's, that's probably pushing it. But with over 30 guys, that was, <laughs> that was fun. I just had to remind myself, um, these guys aren't here to judge you. They're just here to have a good time and celebrate opening another site. And yeah, it was, it was fun getting it started. You know, I knew KOA was um, going to be the new site queue for the Sandlot. And I had fun poking with him saying, you know, the, the real, real big dudes are over across the street. If you ever want to give running a break and, you know, just trying to, you know, persuade some of those guys that are just loving running just to say, here, this is where the, real athletes are, you know, we had fun just, you know, jabbering across the road and we'd run around each other's AOs and talk smack all the time. It was fun. Just, you had your, your runners, like you said, you had your lifters, just complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But it's in the end, it was just, it was a site that was built for someone that maybe someone that just joins F3 is not really into that running shape. They want to come out on Thursday. There's nothing really else around that area on thursdays but they still want to get a good workout in but lifting weights is just as much of a cardio strenuous activity as running in my opinion so it's it's a great way to get yourself in shape if you want to be a runner but still do something and giving guys that opportunity to start there or even if um they're they're maybe having some nagging injuries that they're trying to get over maybe you know it's a hamstring or something that you can't really modify a running AO, but with lifting, you can, you can do whatever your body can tolerate and you can modify whatever you need to, as far as your injury goes, but still get a good workout and still get that fellowship. So that was really the intention of putting it right there next to the Sandlot is like, Hey, here's just another Thursday opportunity for guys that maybe want to take a break from running, maybe aren't in running shape yet, but still want to get a good workout in, or maybe they just love lifting weights and they, they just love that, you know, s static kind of style of lifting or uh, working out. So. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I think, um, I, and I can attest, you know, I'm a, I'm a runner. I always remember like Brazilian would always, you know, he'd, he would always refer to the skinner, skinny runners, you know, and, um, but kind of what, after my daughter was born last November, I, I did more kind of at home workouts and adding, you know, 
burpees are great. If you add weights to, to burpees though, it, uh, you, you tend to burn more calories, right? So there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and can you clarify, did you have, were, were those 40 pound dumbbells you had at the launch? I, I feel like I remember just <laughs> like, like, no, they, they were 25, 25. They were, they were, they were 25. They, they do look a lot bigger than they are. And I, I, I like to put it in people's heads. Yeah. I'm lifting the heaviest ones out there, but there's definitely dudes out there lifting 25. Even I've seen 30, I think tater tie had thirties the other day. It's just, it's, you know, I, I always kept it a secret. It, it looks, it, it looks bigger than it is. <laughs> okay. So tater was just showing off. I'm sure. Right. Hey, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I remember that first orca. I was like, so this is going to be another lifting. We're not going to have, a heavy metal only music thing and i think my first song was a heavy metal song i'm like oh geez here we go i'm already breaking the rules for the the new lifting site but oh that's funny i so what um tell me a little bit more about the name i think it's it's fairly intuitive but what uh, led you to the steel mill oh man that <laughs> that was more stressful than anything i felt i was uh, firewalker was my guy that would, that would bounce ideas off i don't I came up with, I didn't want the word iron. I think around that time, the iron packs challenge was going on when I was trying to come up with a name. I'm like, I can't put the word iron in there. I wanted to have something to do with some weights. You know, some weights are obviously made of iron. They have steel involved. And I'm like, what about the steel pond? Cause we're by the pond. He's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. And he wanted to call it the steel fact. He's like, what about the steel factory? And he had some like definitions of what a steel. I'm like, well, here's another uh, there's a steel mill where they construct steel and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. And I was like, actually, I really like that. And I was like, he's like, I love it. He's like, that's it. So it just, that's how it came about. So I was trying to incorporate something heavy, but I don't know. It, it, that was, like I said, one of the stressful and then coming up with a picture, I was just looking through tons of pictures. I had one with some molten, you know, pouring out and trying to make some, I don't know, some flags or something, just something, I was going off the wall and Polaroid's like, um, yeah, I can't do color. So I was like, well, if you can't do color, then let's just stick with something simple. And that's how I found a dude lifting a big steel beam. I'm like, oh, perfect. Nice. So the, nah. the name, the name was more stressful for me than anything, but I'm glad it's, it's not made fun of them. I'm glad people still love to say it. Yeah, well, and, and kudos to guys that give you honest feedback, right? I remember when we were trying to name the pit and I was on a, you know, papillion kind of butterfly theme. So we, I, I was thinking <laughs> butterfly effect or the chasm or, you know, and I think it was a big one that, that threw out, hey, didn't the football field used to be called the pit? And, you know, so that's, that's actually, I'm super thankful that it's not butterfly effect. Butterfly effect would have been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it could could make a cool logo, but oh, um, yeah. and then yeah, ahead. and then the whole the whole Sarpy swagger was kind of getting really big around that time. Like I I want to you know come up with something cool too, and I was like, what about I was I was trying to get everyone pumped up for the pop ups. So like let's get let's get swole together, and I think someone said like, yeah, let's get Sarpy swole. I'm like, I love it, Sarpy swole, and that's kind of been my hashtag for the steel mill when it started. That's how this the the Sarpy Swole Award came about, and just kind of took off from there too. Yeah, I love that. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about just kind of the leadership aspect of being being a site queue. I mean, 
you know, we, we typically ask guys, you know, if you had advice for FNGs or advice for the packs or, but, you know, as, as you were leading the site and getting guys to queue and, you know, any, any sort of uh, best practices or, or advice that you maybe would have just from your experience leading a site. Yeah. And the best advice I would have is get guys interested and keep them excited for their upcoming queues. Cause I, I, I try to be good about getting the queue schedule filled up maybe a month at a time, just so I could allow some extra space in there. If we need to move some guys for their VQs, maybe some guys aren't ready yet, but about one or two weeks ahead of time, I'd try to reach out to those guys. I'm like, you getting excited for a queue? You got any ideas? You need some help? I, I was gifted some uh, barbells from Fundip. They were renovating the Papillion of Vista North uh, high school gym. And he's like, I got these barbells you can, you can just have. I'm like, Oh, are you sure? I mean, they're at that time, that's like gold. And I was like, he's like, yeah, you can use them for workouts. We were talking about ideas. I'm like, okay. So I was always bringing those up. I'm like, I got these barbells. You can slap some coupons on either side and have a lot of fun with it. I got some, some Homer buckets we can fill with sand and getting guys excited and just, you know, sometimes lifting AOs in the wintertime in my opinion, are some of the hardest ones to do because you're not moving as much as you would running or a normal boot camp style where you kind of warm up eventually. When you're lifting weights and doing bicep curls, when it's five degrees out, it's there's nothing fun about it. It hurts. Your whole body's cold. Your biceps are warm, but that's it. So just letting guys know that you have um, – you have the support or they have the support and you have their back for anything they need for setting up because it's always fun to come up with new ideas. Everybody wants to do something off the wall and be remembered for their cue. So getting them, letting them know that you're there for them and um, there to help with anything they need. I love that. You know, I, I don't know that we've heard that advice before, but I, I think you're spot on, right? I mean, I think it's, it's more than just getting a guy's name on, on the schedule. It's kind of, prepping him and, and supporting him. And, you know, I feel like um, a lot of the site cues uh, have started, you know, at least reaching out saying, Hey, do you need anything? Um, you know, are you ready, ready for tomorrow or what, whatever? And uh, I think that's really helpful because I think um, it just kind of shows your support, right? You're like, Hey, I'm, I'm excited for you to queue at my site, you know? And I, I think that's really cool just to be able to extend, you know, that to the, the guy who's going to queue and lead a workout. Um, you know, I think the, the other thing we've been trying to get, and I, I know for you with the recent move, um, you know, maybe not as many guys are, are seeing you on a regular basis, but uh, anything we could be praying about for you or, or any encouragement that you need if guys uh, reach out, anything going on there? Um, yeah, I just, I just want to, I, I love reaching out to the WhatsApp group with the Sarpy guys and just, you know, chiming in here and there, just, I don't want to just exclude myself completely because I moved away and it's getting harder to, um, you know, work out down in Sarpy. So just keeping in contact with those guys. I, I love getting the random text messages. I love texting those guys too, but just getting those random text messages from some of those guys asking how it's going, just that, that stuff just really gets me going and just makes me excited to, you know, get back out there. And, you know, once I get my schedule figured out here with, move in, getting the kids get set up with school and my wife's new job. Just once that gets going, just get back out there and have fun with those guys. 
When, and for guys that don't know, where where did you move to? Uh, we bought a little acreage just north of Glenwood in Iowa. Okay. So just south southeast of Bellevue. Okay. So you so you so, could still so, Bell Tower, or there might be a few uh, locations you could still get to. Absolutely. Yeah. So Bell Tower always when people were asking, "Hey, are you going to some come still work out?" And I knew Thursdays wouldn't work because my wife was still working in Papillion on Thursday. She had to be work at seven. So I just I didn't want to be a site queue that couldn't make it to most most site or most queues and Fridays. I was like, yeah that probably would be the best one. I think right off of 75 at Bellevue West. And that was one I said, I was going to try to get to, I haven't gotten to it yet. Just Fridays have just been insane lately, but Fridays and Saturdays at the pit, just cause the pit just has a special place in my heart. Just that's, that's my favorite. That's starting your weekend off. Right. Kind of workout. My first workout, just that's going to be one that I'm going to, once I get, like I said, the kids, Sports schedules figured out is going to be my go-to is bell tower and probably the fit. Heck yeah, man. I, I love that. And I, I can empathize a little bit. We just, uh, similar situation, but we're, you know, kind of West, uh, you know, North, North, Northwest. And, um, what I've noticed is, uh, getting to the pre pre runs, the pre rucks, whatever the pre stuff going on is a little more challenging, uh, for me these days, you know, but, um, it's like, okay, you know, so I'm going to go to the one that's, that's close, but even that's, you know, 30, 40 minutes away, which, um, you know, so maybe we just need to plan a flying in Glenwood. I don't know. Has, has anybody talked <laughs> exactly. You got you enough know, I already relationships got, there. I got some guys that live in Plattsmith and I got one of my buddies that just moved from Wyoming to Plattsmith. I'm like, Hey, you want to come work? Maybe we can just throw a pop-up Smurf or a Murph in Plattsmith called the Plattsmurf. And I, I already had areas picked out. I was just, you know, trying to get him into shape and not tie it to anything yet. Just see if he's interested and just maybe then that would be a step. Try to get more involved here and see if there's anybody out here that wants to maybe tackle a three and get out and make themselves better. Oh, I love that. The Platt Smurf. I, I'll be looking for that. I, I love that. Yeah, see, that's, I, I think, um, you know, and if you got relationships, you know, it's like, even if you had three or four guys, right, it would just be, uh, it would be cool to be able to create uh, what you've experienced here with, with some guys that are closer to where you're at now. So I, I love that idea. Absolutely. Any, um, anything else on, on your mind or anything maybe we didn't talk about that you would want uh, guys to know about, about your story or maybe just, um, you know, things we should know as we're continuing to lead and, and engage new guys across the region? Um, honestly, just all I have to say is just thank you for doing what you do, Plague. I mean, I, I've been to a lot of your your beatdowns and I love your I love your COTs. They, they're at that time I was new, just very inspirational to me. And just Tony Tiger and I still talk about them and that when we would go to those, we're like, oh man, now we have to step our game up and, you know, try to come up with ideas. So we start leading. So thank you. Um, just thank F3 in general, just for what it's done for me and just what it's done for the community. And just, I think it's obvious with how fast it's growing, it's just becoming more and more popular. And I think it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's just going to be the workout group that's talked about across Omaha and everybody's going to know what F3 is. So thank just you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. F3. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think the, the cool thing, right. Is um, 
the only reason I'm able to to share those things is is like we we said earlier, right? It's because I I was given a space to be myself uh, and, and be loved for it, and uh, man, that that is powerful. Uh, so I, I yeah, it's uh, it's been life changing for me, and it sounds like for you as well. So it's it's great to hear your story and just uh, get to know some of the some of the inside uh, scoop uh, from from the high life. So I appreciate you taking time today, man. We'll uh, take us out in Namorama. Sound good? Absolutely. All right. Sounds I'll good. Uh, Brandon Plehardy, 36, The Plague. Greg Miller, 33, High Life. High Life. I don't know. I didn't hear the cans crack open. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There, they are. there you go. There you go. Got my, my, wife, my wife my wife, might come out and draw wonder why I'm cracking two beers. Talk <laughs> <laughs> right. about that later. <laughs> uh, awesome. Appreciate it, man. This is great.